It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. According to a report from the Banking and Payments Federation, a single first-time buyer must now earn €67,000 a year if they want to secure a mortgage to get onto the property ladder. Uh, David Hall of the Irish Mortgage Holders Organisation uh, joins me. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Patricia. have to say my jaw dropped when I read this uh, report. Uh, isn't it fair to say very few young people are on wages of €67,000 a year? Yeah, and I think it's 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 sort of you know it's, it's a bit more complex than the report sets out, and your introduction actually says it quite correctly, which is this is just to get a mortgage. <laughs> this doesn't mean you get a house. Um, and one of the challenges that many have at the moment is that they they feel that if they do have a high enough salary, that's automatically four times their income. Uh, you know, there are a lot of other parameters that need to be taken into consideration. And you mentioned young people. Young people may not have a lengthy employment record. Um, which also is a consideration for uh, getting on the property ladder. But look, it's a 67,000 salary now. It's 20,000 more over the last couple of years has been required. It's a significant increase in, in, in pay that is required for someone to get on the property ladder. Single people have always been discriminated against in, in the system. Both, uh, you know, it's been very, very hard to get onto the property ladder and needing the extra firepower of an, of an extra person. 
and advocating any single person goes out and finds somebody for the purpose of making a mortgage application. Um, but it is a challenge and has always been a challenge. And this really makes it very, very difficult because um, this is a very significant salary that's required for somebody to now even get onto the property ladder, assuming everything else goes well. And anybody who buys or has bought a home will understand there are many, many, many hurdles, many, many challenges, not just the quantum of how much you earn. Okay, so even if you had the €67,000 a year job, four times that would be 268000 You need a, a deposit then on top of that? Yeah, 248, like 250. So if you look at it, say roughly it's a 250,000 salary, and then you have to take, take a deposit, you've got to save up for deposit, assuming you're not renting, assuming you are at home. So a lot of assumptions, a lot of really technical, difficult, real-life challenges that many people listening to your programme are experiencing on a daily basis. Many people are moving their entire lives around, uh, you know, ensuring they stay at home. And the average age of someone staying at home now is much more significant. People who are buying houses, by the way, are also buying houses with families looking at the size of the house, not doing as they used to do and say, what happens when the kids go at 18 and we're here on our own? That's not going to happen anymore. So I think there's a significant challenge in relation to it. You have to have a deposit um, of, of your 10% that's there. And then you have all of the, the negotiations with, with bidding on properties and, and, and new bills are great for people to give some certainty. A lot of first-time buyers like new um, building projects where they know how much it is and they buy it off plans and take their chance not having seen that, the property. But anybody else is, is involved in a, a bidding war and they're involved in a bidding war with multiple parties who've got greater firepower than one person on a salary to just get them on the ladder. And of course, when, when we're talking about a solo buyer, we all, you know, the reality is that relationships uh, break down. You also have a number of people who are older and are trying to purchase a house on their own. You do, and you have relationships that have broken down where two parties would have bought a house, and now only one party is in the house where both parties are on the mortgage. And a great difficulty arises there because people enter into um, separation agreements and uh, they go before a family judge who says, you know, David and Patricia have separated and we've agreed to our deal and the judge says thank you very much, that's fine but that doesn't bind the bank to any deal the bank is excluded from that deal and many people fall into the great trap of thinking oh that's great, the judge approved our separation agreement or our divorce, yeah he did or she did, but they didn't compel the bank to hand Patricia the house or for, to relinquish David's responsibility for paying mm-hmm. that debt, so it's a very very challenging environment um, and I think you do have a lot of people of different ages buying houses and then somebody who's a little bit older then obviously one of the parameters that's being taken into consideration is how many years they'd be able to afford to pay a mortgage. Um, and, you know, there's a whole host of rules that apply rather than just the simple quantum of earning um, yeah, money. Now, it they, isn't they, as simple as how much no, you get not. in your paycheck every I month. Think, yeah. I think the, afford, the affordable housing scheme that Minister Dara Bryan introduced is a good scheme. It's not been ramped up half as much as it needs to be. I know he and others are trying to ramp it up and many of the other approved housing bodies are also involved in doing that and, and doing it with some semblance of success as well. That is a scheme uh, for people on the property ladder who are single uh, and people on lower income that need some help. And, and like, this is the joke now, Patricia, like the, where we are having a conversation where people can't get on the property ladder with one person on a salary of 67, 69 grand. It's a crazy situation. It is a crazy, crazy world to quote a famous man. So I think we need, we need to have a look very clearly and carefully at the affordable housing scheme. Many people do need assistance in getting uh, into the property ladder. And again, there are, you know, you do have debates now recently and, and, you know, when the mortgage interest rates issues have arisen over the last uh, particularly 12 months uh, with uh, vulture funds and others charging extraordinary rates, some commentators do then say, well, you know, those people who have homes are better off. And we have this now 
little sinister tone that has emerged um, where we're trying to encourage home ownership and we're trying to encourage safe home ownership. Uh, and we do then have, you know, the, the snipes that arise where someone says, ah, yeah, but those who buy houses are better off than others. Yes, they are. Yes, they earn the money. Yes, they pay their taxes. And yes, they deserve to buy a house if they want to. And those um, trying to save when they're paying high rents, that's a huge problem. But it is a huge problem, and some of the banks now do take into consideration the rents being paid, which is very helpful. And that has taken a long time before it came. It's a illogical thing that they didn't do it in the past, but now they are doing it. But it is very stressful. Like you're trying to curtail and corral your entire life now. And and the just worse, Patricia, what really is worse is you skim, you save. You hold your money, you don't do your holidays, you stay possibly at home or a couple even stay in their both respective parents' homes. You do everything you humanly can to save. You're getting a little bit older and now you're bidding on an open market on a marketplace that has a lot less properties and higher prices and a far more volatile situation. So it is a very, very stressful um, process for anybody to be involved in. And anyone who has been involved in it or is involved in it, not just the mortgage application. The mortgage application is not a slam dunk. The mortgage application then is time sensitive. Then you have your mortgage approval. Then you're going into a war to bid on properties with many other people, some better off than you and in better paid jobs than you, are bidding against you, pushing everything up. So it's a very difficult, very yeah, stressful. It can be soul-destroying for people trying to bid on houses. Are we seeing house prices come down in any real way? I think we're seeing them stabilise, and I think technically by minuscule percentages are coming down. But ultimately, we still have a shortage of property. We still have a shortage of homes. You know, we we have to remember, because we don't have, as other European countries have, um, people give out and say, oh, yeah, but why are we so obsessed about buying a house? Well, we're so obsessed about buying a house, I think, for two reasons. One is, Irish people have an obsessive compulsive disorder about not uh, wasting money, and the perception of paying rent is it's wasting money. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. one problem. But the second problem that's relevant to that is, we don't have, like other jurisdictions, a 25-year lease. Yeah. Everyone is in uncertain territory when they're renting, because there's so many parameters happening with landlords around at the moment between interest rates and their own set of circumstances, and landlords, as they will tell you, are getting older. They didn't; Their age didn't freeze. When we talk about borrowers getting older, their age didn't freeze either. So there's a lot of parameters there, but we don't have 25-year, 30-year leases that give you certainty with uncertainty, and we don't like to give, to give money where we're not seeing a benefit to it. Yeah, I know Threshold, the housing charity, they're releasing a report uh, today that's showing over 50% of people who are renting are, are living in fear of the day that they're going to get a phone call or a letter in the post or an email from oh, the, the landlord I, saying they've got to move out. I'm shocked it's only 50%. Yeah. Like, as many people uh, that I would know uh, who are renting on, on a regular, regular basis, including staff of mine and everyone else's, they've got great difficulty in relation to uncertainty, knowing, by the way, mortgage holders of uncertainty now as well in relation to interest rates. So this is a very, very difficult environment. And, you know, one of the categories of the, the, the first-time buyer going looking for property as well is not even knowing month to month someone who applied last month and all of a sudden what's the interest rate this month. It is a very, very difficult landscape for many. It is stressful. And I mean that genuinely. And people need to mind themselves. People need to take care of themselves. Yeah, yeah. This is an unexpectedly very stressful, very difficult situation. And I mentioned only yesterday the shortage of teachers in Dublin because of uh, the housing uh, shortage or the cost of trying to buy a house in Dublin. So it's having a real knock-on effect, not having affordable housing. Yeah, like you, you, You're a country now where, you know, we used to have housing for nursing staff. Nursing who used to be, when they were training, used to stay in the hospitals. Yeah. We, had, we had accommodation for uh, Gardaí 
we had accommodation for army staff. We had multiple sets of accommodation where we had properties that different organisations and entities had, and now we've none of that. And now we have a health service and a state service and public service under immense pressure. And people now not being able to accommodate. And the traffic uh, situation and transport situation is not fit for purpose. So we have every single combination of everything you humanly wanted to happen to ensure that it is most difficult, most stressful for anyone who is working in those areas. And we need a very radical affordable housing scheme. And the current one that the Minister has is a good one and needs to be ramped up like never before. Okay, very finally, somebody says, could you ask David, please, what advice would you give to a young couple desperately trying to get on the property ladder? I think I think the most and this sounds crazy, um, Patricia, but the most important thing is they need to keep their head. This is a very difficult, really, for 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 anybody, anybody of any uh, you know age and experience, is a very difficult thing to navigate. I think one of the key things is, is is getting a good mortgage broker. I think in the first instance, and then finding a trusted and I, I use the word loosely a trusted. Um, agent who looks after property agents that are there. So I think it's it's a very, very difficult environment. But I think the number one part for anyone getting on a property ladder is to engage with a good um, mortgage broker. And I'll send on details to the to um, JP there in relation to a couple of them that I would recommend that, that indeed I've used myself. I think that's the most important part is to ensure you navigate through the banking process first. And then I think, you know, you have to be able to, that, that, that sets the tone, Patricia, because that sets what you're able, what you're going to be able to borrow, what you're, what you're going to be able to repay. And then, then you move next what property fits into that um, package. And and I think there's a certainty for young first-time buyers in buying properties off plans or in new development because the price is frozen. I've found recently with many people there's a semblance of security there rather than the uncertainty of what it ends up being a big casino. Okay, listen, we leave it there, uh, David. Thank you for that and thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks. Good morning to you. That is uh, David Hall of the Irish Mortgage Holders uh, Organisation. Somebody says, Patricia, while it was a great idea for the government to increase the intake of medical and nursing staff for next year, 2024, it's not going to solve the chronic shortage of doctors and nurses here. We will be training more students to emigrate on completion of their degree. Instead, they should be committed to a two-year postgraduate contract to offset their subsidised training. This would at least ensure that there would would be a constant source of staff available uh, each year. And of course, what we are now relying on to prop up our health system is we are bringing in overseas nurses and doctors and uh, care assistants and I, I worry about where, where where are they going to live if we need to implore, if we need to go overseas even more uh, to get staff. We're going to have an issue, we spoke about the teachers not having any place to live in Dublin. It's going to be uh, the same uh, for people like doctors and nurses as well. 